Hey guys, welcome back to the episode 18 of North Bros Outdoors, the true episode. I realized last time I said 17, but here in the in Nick's place, joining the studio with Nick and Micah. Guys, say hi. How's it going? What's up, guys? Caitlin's over there doing some studying. We're at Nick's place and currently loss of power here. So I don't think that's going to interrupt our podcasting here. It makes it a little more interesting night. It's good, a little warm. Good things our phones were charged. Yeah, yeah, that is a good thing. Hopefully it comes back on, or you might not have an alarm clock in the morning. Yeah, that would be unfortunate. It's Friday tomorrow. Yeah, that would be horrible to miss a Friday. Well, I know we've been kind of MIA in a while, per usual for us. Can we just, like, record a clip of that, and we just press a button, and, and it plays like every single episode? Our apologies episode? just at the beginning of every episode. Yeah. That's probably what we would need to do. <laughs> it's like we haven't even, like, tried to forget about it, or, like, it's not that we... Like, I don't know. We don't not feel guilty, do it. like, every day not doing it. Yeah, we, we always talk about it. That whole Just little thing in life it. called time. Is... Well, because our last one was a recap of ice fishing and Flash's four-wheeler. And now, uh, the date today is September 15th, 2022. So, bow season already opened up for us here in North Dakota. Yep, that was so week or two ago i believe it's been open it was september 2nd i don't know if the dog i don't know if you'll be able to hear the dogs you'll probably be able to hear the dogs in the background that's not micah he got his rabies shot that's just the dogs feeling, feeling real good too yeah i got an extra dog in the mix tonight so i guess actually you kind of talked on it last episode we did we had flash on talking about atv let's kind of recap a little bit of how our summer riding went up in up in Akeley. uh nick you want to take it away for a little bit on that one well we didn't have as many weekends where we had a whole bunch of people up there. I know, Jake, you haven't been up there in it's been, it's been a, while. Been a while. And I missed, you, there was the biggest weekend, which I think was the first one that was kind of what I was thinking we'd talk about for a little bit, because it was Ryan, Isaac. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to look at pictures to even see who was all there. Yeah, I know we had, we had we had 22 had people. That 22, because there was like 18 machines or something, I remember you said. Uh, yeah, 11, 12, 13, something like that. Our record is 17, and we didn't break our record. Okay. Well, you got any kind of fun stories on what happened then? You know, for how many people were up there, it was pretty pretty uneventful. Um, Isaac. A squirrel, I heard about. Squirrel? Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so we were all out in our shop. Or, well, there was... Five or six guys that were, and it's like four o'clock in the morning, and there's like five or six guys that are out in the shop playing pool and whatnot. And dad comes out of the camper and comes, walks into the shop at like 4 a.m., and everybody just kind of stops and they're like, oh shit, like Josh is mad. Yeah. Well, he was mad, but he wasn't mad at us. He walks into the shop and he grabs a, a ladder in one hand and he grabs a broom in the other hand. And at the, everybody's kind of looking at each other like, what is he doing? Like, Getting ready to like say, guys, go to bed. Yeah, like what, we thought he was mad at us. Yeah. But he wasn't. He didn't care. And he comes, as he's walking out of the shop, he didn't say anything when he walked in, but when he's walking out, he's like, this chipmunk's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like furious at this chipmunk because apparently they've got a chipmunk or a squirrel that runs around on the roof of the camper at night. Never did get his chipmunk. Uh, and then Isaac's, or Flash's buddy Isaac, uh, he now has a nickname of Rake Man. Oh, I miss I miss this. How'd that happen? So, Dad or my dad Josh, he was he was gone. They were kayaking or or looking at the lake or something, 
and all of us were back at camp and Isaac had just bought this or rake man I'll, I'll refer to him as a rake man we haven't had him on the podcast yet we should he wanted to do one that weekend everybody was up there but Jake had the pod podcast equipment and he wasn't with us and our podcast equipment is uh pretty high tech fifteen dollar headphones it's from the gas station the and a splitter hopefully in the future we'll actually be more consistent and get something that makes us sound a little better. Yeah, once we get on a regular recording schedule. Because we can uh, make ourselves sound better, but we can't make ourselves any smarter. So <laughs> I guess the content's really not going to change. <laughs> anyway, uh, Isaac, he just got this new Razor. He got a, I want to say it's a 2019 or 20, I don't remember exactly, uh, 1000. He's got uh, custom offsets on the rims and a real nice looking yeah. machine. And he uh, he took off out of the driveway, and the sand pit's not too far from where we are. So he was going to go down to the sand pit and mess around for a little bit. And he got to the end of our driveway and turned onto the road, and just gave her the beans. Oh. And just I, as soon as he did it too, I shook my head and I'm like, you know, I, Josh I, isn't going to like. I, I mean, looked at Flash. Out of respect for the the neighbors. Right. We we don't want to piss anybody off when we're up there. And yeah, just out of respect for the neighbors and whatnot. But yeah, we. I looked at Flash and I was like, Flash, get on your four-wheeler and go tell him that he can't do that again. And like, I wasn't mad at him. Right. You know, it's just, I, I don't want to be the, I don't want to get yelled right. at for it. Well, and it's a little bit no harm, no foul, as long as it's not right. consistent you, if it was rutted out or every kind of level it off. But. Yeah. So then dad gets back and he gets out of the, out of his Jeep and he walks into the shop and he goes over and grabs a rake. And I knew what he was grabbing the rake for, but I was like, oh, what, what are you doing with that? And he's like, oh, no, not what I'm doing, what you're doing right now. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, not me, rake man. <laughs> and I gave the rake to Isaac, and he walked out there and raked it all up, and he apologized several times, and it's like, you know, it's not that big of a deal. But other well, than that, like, you know, now he knows and you don't do it. So. Um, the f- couple of the weekends after that, I know you were up there when Jake Beauchamp was up there, and you guys have... We have identical four The exact wheelers. same machines, pretty much. Yeah. And uh, you guys both had the ATV boxes on the back. <laughs> yeah. So I think this was, uh, there was like a two weeks up, I had my ice house up there and did a little camping and staying there for the weekend. And the second week, yeah, it was Bochamp, Bochamp, or? Bochamp. Uh, Bo- Bochamp is what I call it. Okay. Yeah, there was five or six of us, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, not a huge group, but it was Yeah, because that was the weekend. I'd like washed my four-wheeler the week before and like shine shined it up and yeah i need to stop saying like but it was the cleanest <laughs> rig like to start it was the cleanest uh unit up there and well yeah, and what you use that spray on there yeah that sc1 i don't know if I ever it looks about awesome before, but it really cleans it up you can wash it kind of semi-decent you just you just spray it down and give it a wipe and what's brand, uh, brand used so i've got the the razor jacob's got his sportsman what what do you have I wanna, I wanna just throw this. Some in call it a classic. Some say it was a hot machine for '87. Um, I call it the Kawasaki Mojave, and uh, it's a, uh, it's a unit. It runs when it runs, and uh, currently all we're we're fighting is some Kickstarter issues. Cause, yeah. yeah, I don't. They didn't have electric start back then, but uh, she was quite the unit out on the trails. Kind of funny. Your comment, it runs when it runs. That weekend up there. When it would run, it would have had a little issue of locking at wide open throttle. Yeah. So it would really run. Uh, if I recall correctly, we went on a night ride at like 10, 30, or 11. 
and you started that thing, and I'm pretty sure you woke up everybody. Yeah, it was, was wide there. open throttle. We ended up shutting it off and like pulling him to the end of the road. So to wrap back around though, yeah, I started the weekend with the cleanest rig, and the first day out riding, I think it was Saturday, kind of we talked about earlier, the sand pit is pretty close, so we always stop there first and do a little ripping around, and it was nice day out, sunny, nice and warm, so we all started kind of ripping laps around the sand pit, and for North Bros, Nick was like, let's grab some a little footage trying to make something cool and this video is not up yet there is a four-wheeling video up on our youtube about or of us riding up there i still have all the footage from this weekend that we're talking about and that that will be up here shortly yeah so there is a i don't know a corner that's actually been banked down so nick part facing it and i was just gonna kind of fly in rip around it and then take off hard out of it and there's like like little moguls that you go over when you go out it's like i guess i don't know if i'm describing that the right way but yeah they're like I mean, little bumps that are evenly spaced apart yeah there's kind of some rollers there so i go through it with both camp following me i Bo fly both champ following me so i bounce through them you know just kind of wide open i just pull pull the front end up and then you can see nick move the camera to kind of get me out of sight and then Bo champ comes through and he doesn't quite throttle up to get the front end up. He just kind of hits him and bounces through him. Well, all you see is bounce, bounce, and then the, his player's box on the back of his four-wheeler just kicks up even higher and flies off and then just rolls down a little bit. Was, the best part was I got it on video. Yeah. That was Yeah, the, that was the awesome. footage will, will be kind of funny to look at later. And that's why I think it all started. He's seen me strap mine down. He's like, well, what are you doing that for? Or something? Well, we like, asked him, and he's like, oh, no, I bought these $11 Amazon lock-and-ride tabs, and they work great. And then, yeah, the first stop that we make, he... Now, I'm sure they work great for not abusing it. Yeah. Well, like you said, he it was some rollers there, and he kind of hit them hard with the front, so it took all the, the shock of it. And, yeah, his box just bounced and kicked right off. We'll give a shout-out to the Keystone Riders, which is his... Um, I think it's his dad's riding group that they yep. have. That pretty much wraps up the four-wheeling stuff yeah. up there. Not too much crazy happened today. I guess there was a mud hole that I tried to go through. I knew dang well there was no way I was getting through it, but we figured we'd try to get some good footage. That is also I think on the footage. I think I, you cr you went through it. No, I didn't. I Cubby did. Someone, yeah. Cubby went through with the Ranger, Cam the Razor. Cameraman Cubby. He went through with the razor, and I seen him come out. I'm like, he barely had the clearance. Dude, he had his front tire was sticking off the ground like three feet, yeah. and he knew that I would want to video him going through it. That's why he went through it before I got there because he didn't want Dad to see. It was my dad, Josh's. It's his razor, and he didn't want Dad to see um, Covey bogging his razor through a mud hole. <laughs> oh, he's gonna see him washing it. Yeah, I was gonna say, isn't it the same when he sees it roll into you, the driveway? You know, one thing I will say about him washing it is this last time he did it, he definitely got a, oh, I'd say a D minus. I mean, that, it is not, it is not clean whatsoever, but, you know, college kids. Yeah. So other than that, there really wasn't too much, a lot of trail riding that day. There was kind of one little water hole we played in, but we all took some laps. I think there was some good footage. Sean had uh, the general, and he, he came kind of clipping through it and caught a rock. 
came to a pretty good dead stop on the hat. So I think that's, that's also on place. video. Yeah, he he almost hit his head on the windshield. Yeah, that he he stopped pretty quick. Then an air show. That's a was, big rock. Yeah, but that spot was kind of crazy. It was I swear it was like four inches higher when we got there, and then just with all of us kind of plowing through it and running water out to the side, there was just rocks being exposed underneath. And that that the particular mud hole that we're talking about is is in the video that's up right now. Because oh, we we've gone back to that several times. I couldn't find it last year, but I found it this year, and we went back to it twice. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think that pretty much wraps up everything that happened then. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's yeah, wrapping up the four wheeling. And now, I, I mean, we'll, there are some other trips out there. You've been up there for almost every other weekend, or yeah, I had about a month stretch there where I didn't go up at all, and now now I've been up there for the last couple of weekends and I'll continue to go up there until I think we have a wedding the first weekend in October I want to say yeah I know you got one the the 22nd yeah our uh, our that one's optional our boy yeah. Jacob here is getting married so congratulations to him and the lovely bride Anna yep that should be a fun time it should be a blast hopefully everything works out but no matter what it's gonna be great Right. So I guess uh, one other thing I just thought of that's kind of cool that happened. So we had a couple hot days this summer, as we do in North Dakota, because we go from extreme to extreme. And uh, you were up there. What did you, what did you end up doing to your pop up to make it a little more comfortable? Oh, yeah, that uh, that was one of the weekends that Flashy was there, and he gives me crap all the time. I always say, "Oh, it's not going to take too long," and then it ends up taking like three to four yeah. hours. That is your mo. Yep. Yeah, I'm good at that. Uh, we had a window air conditioner that I had bought when I lived with my buddy Joey last year, or a couple of years ago out in Castleton. And uh, after we got moved out of there, our apartment that we have now has an air conditioner in it, like most of them do. It doesn't work when the power's not on, but... Yeah, a little toasty in here. Yeah, it's it's warm. But yeah, he, uh, he helped me, and we cut... I took some plywood... Long story short, I cut two pieces of plywood to the arc of one of the windows, and then I have one on the inside, one on the outside, and I cut a hole out of the middle for the air conditioner to go in. And it actually, you know, it's... It worked, though. I it, slept yeah, in it, it later. It, it, it works for what it is. It's better it than... Pretty good. Short story, even shorter. You put a window AC unit in a pop-up camper in... Pretty, pretty redneck. Hey... It works, yeah, man. Exactly. It was actually quite nice when I slept. And I, I didn't have to cut anything out of the camper either. It was the emergency exit, so you just unzip the the windows, and yeah, you just pinch the canvas together with the plywood, and it's good as new. So you boarded up the emergency exit. Yep. So now there's only one emergency exit. Oh well, but you know, that's all right. Worst comes to worst, it'll just go through the side. It's all canvas. Yeah, send cut it. a hole. Shot up, up for any ATV or Akeley stuff. I suppose we led with it right away as a bow hunting season. So, Nick, uh, you picked up a new toy yesterday. You want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so, so I think it was Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. Um, my uncle, Justin, had texted me, and we talked about it before. Um, he was just, he moved, and he's not living next to his hunting land and stuff anymore, so he's not really going to bow hunt so we, we're all just sitting here just staring at it yeah it's, it's, I got it's a, the centerpiece of the table right yeah now. i got a i got a stand it's an archery stand by apple and it your bow you just hook one of the um 
the limbs. one of the limbs in it and it, it just gravity holds it there um but yeah so he texted me and asked if i was still interested in his bow and i we kind of talked back and forth a little bit and long story short i ended up picking up a i want to say it was new in like 2015 or 2016 a hoyt power max and it's got a quad drop away rest on it uh a sight i'm not even quite sure what brand that's i don't know is. it is a, it is a nicer five pin uh it's got the coil for it to glow so it kind of holds the light into it for low light conditions yep so i've got my pins are all set up i can go out to 60 which i would never take a shot at 60 i'm not confident enough well I, but sound travels faster so it's tough to get those longer shots off and they're gonna hear for it sure anyway. so what do you you got five pins what are they set at for yardage so my first one's 20 and then 30 40 50 60 and okay. other than the sight it's got a hoyt quiver on it i also got seven arrows three lighted knocks three grim reaper broadheads are those those are expandables aren't they yep they're the mechanicals yep they oh, yeah. they fold up and they they open up on contact so are you planning on using those this year? Because you're normally, you shot fixed blade in the past, haven't you? Yep, yep, I had, uh, so yeah, my old bow, it was uh, uh, a Bowtech, and I, I honestly don't even know what model it was, but that one I kept, and that one we're going to, Caitlin and I are going to go out and shoot, and she's going to see if she likes it, and if she doesn't, then I'll, I'll probably end up selling that one, but on that one I shot the 400 grain shields arrows, and on this one, they're 350s, and I can't shoot the guy. I took it to our local archery shop over there at Shields, and he was telling me that the 400s will work, but they will not fly the same as the 350s. So they're supposed. I'm supposed to use the heavier or the the the, the number is is how sturdy your spine is. Okay. So he said that those other ones are a little bit lighter, and the spine isn't as strong. So I could have I could sight it in with these 350s, and then I could pick up a 400, and it's not going to go where this 350 goes. Right. But if you sight it in with the 400, would it be the same? Or is like if you sight it in with the actually saying the flex is at like the risk of shattering or something? Yeah, they, you said it, they probably wouldn't hold up. Hey, we got oh, power we back. We just got power back in this joint. Nice. Uh, but yeah, he said that if if you shoot the four, he, he didn't say that. Well, what he said. So I have that other one there because I had the, the draw weight adjusted and everything. And and uh, he told me, he said, just take these arrows that you have now and stick them in the ground for yard markers. Don't shoot them. I was like, oh, that's nice because I've got three of them that are brand new that are still in the box out in the garage that I haven't even shot yet. You want to get rid of them? Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm pretty happy with it. So yeah, I got the, the bow, the stabilizer, the sight, the quiver, the arrows, the bow stand, um, a target, a tree stand and an arrow a portable arrow case so yeah, it, yeah uh, that's a nice improvement for this year yeah i think so it's it's nice to i always said that that other one was a it was a kid bow wasn't a big boy bow which was not accurate at all because it, that one worked just fine <coughs> but it is quite different though some of the because this is a longer distance from cam to cam and i don't really know how the difference is on all that but I, yeah i'm not super familiar with it either uh, another reason that I, I decided to buy this one from Justin is he takes very, very good care of all of his stuff. Yeah. And he's had it for 
about seven years and he shot three deer with it and i mean looks it looks brand new yeah definitely so good so I, i'm just looking at it right now you're nowhere near being maxed out for your weight draw weight what is it currently set to so it was at 57 and now it is at 65 is 57 where he always shot it at that's what he had it at yep and then oh, i nice. i upped it to 65 and I was always told, like, with my old one, the maximum that it could go was 60. Right, that was that bull. And that one I had set at 55. So they dropped that one down. I put it at 40, and then this one he put it at 65, and he brought me back into the range and had me draw back. I'm a bigger guy, and and he said that I can handle that all day long. And we went out shooting, uh, me, Mike, and John went out shooting last night. And yeah, that was a sick invite. <laughs> we we had a company golf tournament yesterday, so well, on our way back into town, we just brought our bulls and went out and stopped and shot a little bit. So, yeah, sorry, fellas, I didn't invite you. <laughs> it is what it is, I guess. No, you get it. Super windy yesterday, actually. Was it that windy where you were shooting? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the wind was affecting me. I mean, I would draw back, and I'd hold my, my draw, and I could just feel it moving me. Yeah. And I actually missed the target at 60 twice. My height was right, but I was wide left. Um, so I wanna I'm gonna take it with me this weekend and we're gonna we're gonna go shoot some more. Shoot so you lowered your other bowl. This one's set at 65. Do you know what the capability is of this? One? I'm just curious because there's quite a bit of room for tightening on that. Yeah, you know I didn't even ask him what uh, what is it? Did you say 85? I actually told me it was 85. Yeah, that might be what it. Yeah, I don't remember. Is, do you guys have any idea what the average draw weight is? I think minimum for hunting is. 40. That's what I was always told was you could kill a deer with 40. And, I mean, we're sitting here at a table with all three of us that have bow tags, and there's only one guy that has successfully filled a bow tag here, and that's uh, Jake. It's not too impressive. Hey, man. I know my bow is set at 72 pounds. Because, well, it's, it, 70 is the max, and that's where it's set. But when I've brought in the shields in the past and other places, when they check it, it's always been 72 yeah, no. Um, I I asked him what he thought that I sh what, what he recommended, and he as we put it out was sixty five. Yeah. So, well, I suppose there's really. I mean, I think the average bow shot for like a white-tailed deer or a deer is eighteen yards. I want to say that I heard that somewhere. Don't quote me on that, but it, it's not too long. So, you really don't need the power to go far. You just need that quick time, short noise, sound feel, it, but. It's funny that you say that because yesterday when we were shooting, we were talking with John, and I don't think John's been on the podcast yet either. I'd like to get him on. Uh, but he was telling us, so Mike and I were both shooting because our bows were not sighted in, and John, his is sighted in. So we shot for probably about an hour, and he's like, yeah. all right, I got to shoot some. Pulls it out, draws back at 20, bullseye. Yeah. Switches to 30, bullseye. Switches to 40, bullseye. I'm like, all right, hot shot. Let's see the 50 bullseye. And it's yeah. windy. Yeah. And he's like, God, I don't know, man. That might be tough. And I was like, come on, do it. Yeah. So I had the, the binos up, and I'm looking, and, and sure enough, smoked it right in the center. I think he was two inches off, but with the wind. Yeah. And, yeah, that was, I was, that was impressive. So he's, but he was saying that he's learned his lesson because he's taken a shot at 50, and he said that the deer was about three feet to the left of where it was when he released the arrow. 
Yeah. And then he did the same thing at 40, I want to say. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. But I think he said it's happened to him twice. And he can just still see it in his head. Yeah. He, he releases it, and that thing just, just shuffles on out of the yeah. way. I had that same thing because I took a shot last year at a buck that came in, and it was like 33. I remember range-finding it. And I swear it was the slowest thing ever. I cut my arrow loose. I watched the deer run. And I had a Luminoc on with low light. So I watched the deer run away as I'm watching my arrow just go where I shot. I'm like, yeah, it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. But yeah, so that's the, the rundown of my new setup. That's the new setup because you guys also, so Micah had un, well, has always had an unfortunate event with owning a bull. Can I interject here now that we're, we're talking to Micah? Yeah. <laughs> I suppose. So on Tuesday when we went out to get this, when I went out to pick this bow up, Micah came with me. And uh, we went out and set a, a, a ground blind up, so Micah and I are hunting the same piece that we have. And on the way back to town, Micah goes, he goes, hey, uh, so do I still have to be Xbox Warrior? Or can I, like, be upgraded to something else? So I kind of stopped him, and, and we, we didn't want to take that or have that conversation. Yeah while we were there because I wanted to have it on the podcast. So th- this is this is Micah's uh, official introduction into the North Rose Outdoors crew. So welcome aboard. I feel so special. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty big deal. There's probably you probably can get like some people following you around on autographs. It's a huge club really. It's, it's like it's tough to you know, yeah, I mean I don't up know how to we three do of it. us in it. So I don't know how we do it. But now we need a better nickname for Micah than Xbox. We do. Warrior. I will say Micah doesn't play Xbox ever. He's the same as me. We'll sit down maybe once every three years, play for ten minutes, and be sick of it. Yeah, I'm about. I can usually thirty minutes if it's a game I really like, and then about after that, I'm like, this is kind of retarded. But geez, I, yeah, I play more than uh, more than that. New nicknames. This is. I, was, I didn't come prepared for this thought. Let's see. Well, just Micah. That's a pretty good one, huh? <laughs> no, we can't do Micah. No, we gotta we can't do, do Micah. It can be. I feel like we should incorporate the two stolen bows he's had from him. One, one in a pickup. Stole the whole pickup. Yeah, I guess I can touch on that a little bit. I think we've, in the past, we've mentioned the pickup one, but uh, as my second year of college, I am now seven uh, into it. But that's. That's not the point. Some of us are just slow learners. I uh, I had one stole out of the house in town. I was living at in Fargo. So that was it. That was a new one. Didn't think someone would go that far to walk yeah, into the house. Yeah, that's pretty impressive to have somebody but, walk uh, into the house and grab it. Like and that. I didn't even notice for a couple of weeks because you know I I set it there and then I went to go grab where it was at. I was like, huh, that thing's been gone for a while, huh? No, yeah, I've seen it. But. <laughs> so. Yeah, I've had two missions by Matthews in my life now, and now luckily Jake's got uh, his older brother's got an old Browning Micro Adrenaline. So luckily, I'm pretty micro sized. So <laughs> yeah, that uh, it's gonna work out pretty good this year, and see if I can get something accomplished. It'll work. You just gotta order your tag now. That you're a North Dakota resident. Yep. Hey Mike, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you this right now while we're while we're recording. I'm uh, I got my cell cam out, and it is currently 7:30. And we got Mama. Oh, that one's mine, right? Standing in there. The, that's like, what, 20 yards from the ground line? Yeah, I could probably 
hearing Now it. I feel like I gotta check my camera. I only have hearing one camera up. set up digital right now, or cellular. Yeah, they, uh, they've been in there pretty consistently. We've got a lot of does. Don't have any bucks on camera, but I don't really care. I, uh, I've had a request from Caitlin to at least <coughs> get one deer this year. So, uh, yeah, unless she's sick of looking what, at uh, a few, yeah. few empty tags. You for do keep promising uh, tag soup. Yeah, yeah you, so you keep one promising of, these deer sticks and no, one, of, one of these two right here. We want to. I got my bow tag in my hand and my rifle tag yeah, in my hand. Yeah, we so uh, set up a camera here. We're just messing with making sure our GoPros are working. Not crazy if you kill them both, huh? Yeah, well, that be We don't want to. Yeah, we don't want to. Hey, if you kill them both, I still don't. Get a hold have of a rifle. I need to buy a rifle. Uh, just need a slingshot and a rock. Yeah. This is this is five years in a row that I've gotten a tag. So I, I one of these years I'm not gonna draw. Yeah. It's gonna work out. I will say they always say put the work in. And I feel like we've put enough work in. You've been going a couple years that it's and it definitely takes time. Like just learning the spot, getting somewhere to go, how to set it up. It it takes time. It is fun though. It's a blast. I. I don't know why I took so long to get into. Well, I've, I've always been into rifle hunting. Um, I haven't ever been very successful at it, but I've always been into it. And bow hunting, I think I'm on year number three. So somewhere I've got two tags sitting that aren't filled. But I feel good about this year. I feel like I'm going to make it happen. Yeah. And I think it's going to. My goal this year is I want to drop a, a buck. But I want to do it earlier season. I don't. My problem is when it gets into later season and we start building some ice, my brain just immediately goes ice fishing. Yeah, that's my problem too. But I have something sitting right here in front of my face that says that I can't do that this year, and that's the the bow. Yeah, not Caitlin. That and I, I do need to drop a decent buck. I don't know. So I'm part of a. Wow, what is it? What do we really call it? a buck hunter competition? So I want to. Step it up this year and actually bring something to the team. So I'm hoping uh, all goes well. That is really rough. I'm going to edit that out. But. Well, you can't win if you don't get on the board. So. Well, exactly. But other than that, I think we're, aren't we around? Oh, yeah, we're, we're at our our time here, but right at a half hour, which is what we like to keep them at. Uh, next week is when we're going to record it. I don't know... Uh, I don't know when that will actually be posted, but next week we are going to have another new member of the North Bros Outdoors crew on, and that is my other uncle, Jared Beto. He has been down to South Dakota already this year and has a successful antelope kill. Is it antelope? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Successful antelope kill, and he has also been out west uh, mule deer hunting. So... He's got some stories to tell, and we're definitely going to do our video podcast. We're, we're doing a rough run right now to see how it goes. But yeah, just kind of make sure the GoPro works and everything. I really haven't used it. We're it definitely going to record that one next week because we got to show all of the... He's got a lot of antlers on the wall downstairs, and they're... It's, I believe I've never been there. This is the one that lives around us, doesn't he? Or we're, yeah, yeah right. he's not far from us here. So... Well, yeah, I think, uh, I really don't know if we have too much else to bring up. Uh, I know we've been off for a while, like we say every time, hopefully it will change that. But I think this one was kind of rough. Uh, it was extremely rough. Uh, but hey, we're, we're, hey, I thought it was awesome. We're back in the saddle, just sitting here having a few brewskis and 
now we're going to go watch some football and eat some pizza. So should be a good time. Do you guys have anything else you want to bring up? I think I'm still until, thinking. I just until don't. next time. Well, I just don't have. we got to come up with a nickname for a little Mikey boy. For now, I think we should just call him Shooter. Shooter McGab. Shooter, 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 Mika. Shooter, Mika. Shooter, Mika. Golf player. Shooter, Mero. Don't even get me started on my golf game. I think, <laughs> I think we gotta let Mika round this one out. Well, I think until next time, take care, everybody, and uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. All right, Mika is not gonna close <laughs> it out. That until is next how- time, we'll get back to you. <laughs>